Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 182 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we uh, pause from our Come and Follow Me as per usual on a Monday morning and we share some listener comments from Facebook or from email and also anything else that I've been studying uh, as well. Now, I will say from the start that it'd be much appreciated if you could leave a review on your podcasting platform, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. It really help um, get the podcast out more, share it with more people, get some more comments in from different people, because I just think that it'd be great to have more people interact uh, with this podcast. Also, uh, if you could give it a rating uh, on that same platform, that'd be fantastic. And of course, please do share it with someone that you know. Um, you know, someone from church or whatever, you know, you think who has an interest in studying the gospel or just enjoys their come follow me, uh, then hopefully this will give a little bit of a daily dose of their come follow me study for them. Um, the other thing I've not mentioned for a while is that I do have a, have a book which I've written uh, and you can find the link for it on the uh, Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Really, it was uh, it was during lockdown last year, um, and previous to that, I had kind of had a prompting and feeling that I wanted to do what I did. But it's a work or a piece of, or a book about kind of things that I hope my children uh, learn and develop in their understanding of the gospel as they grow up into the world that we are in today. Um, there's some really uh, important things taught in there, things like. Um, um, answering gospel questions when there are when there are doubts about church doctrine or church history um about uh, priesthood uh, and and the role of the priesthood in the lives of men and women um and many many other important topics like self-reliance in today's world and things like that um so yeah it'd be great uh, if we got some more readers or some more people reading that um and also, if you have read it, thank you so much. Please do leave a review on the Amazon page. Uh, that would really help me as well. Now, in terms of today, there isn't really any listener comments uh, to share with you from the Facebook group, which is, again, fairly rare. Um, I mean, again, like I mentioned during the week, I've not had... Uh, there's been a few days that I've missed um, posting items on there. It's Again, yeah, it's been a busy week. And so, well, there are there a few posts on there, though, and obviously you're more than welcome to share some of your thoughts about what you've been studying, even if I don't do a post on a daily basis. So, um, yeah, nothing on there today, but I do have something I want to share with you from this week. It's uh, one of the general conference talks from uh, April 2021, uh, one of those which stood out to me uh, as uh, I kind of listened to the conference over that weekend. Now, to give you a bit of context, during the weekend of general conference, uh, things were pretty tough uh, for, for our family. I mean, obviously, uh, many of you have heard and, and, and I've mentioned before about how our son has been diagnosed with leukaemia. Uh, well, in the week leading up to General Conference, it was discovered um, that after some seizures that he had a brain clot uh, on his brain. Uh, and that was a result of one of the chemo drugs that he'd been given. And so obviously, uh, the week leading up to it was was horrendous, frankly. Uh, and there were moments that we really didn't know what would happen or be happening with our son um, at that moment in time. And really, when it got to General Conference weekend, I mean, obviously, he was he was awake by that point, uh, which was promising. And we were told that he would be still be his normal self. Uh, but, you know, during the day or so where he wasn't conscious, um, that was a big worry we had. You know, what would he be like when he woke up and so on? Um so we were promised that, although over that weekend, he was still he was still not very with it. He was sleeping 
pretty much all the time during the day. He was awake for perhaps a total of three to four hours over the day um, to begin with. Uh, and so, yeah, it was a really worrying time. And then General Conference came along uh, and it was obviously a, a ray of sunshine, uh, even though it may have been a very um, op oppressive darkness that, that uncovered us or was encompassing us at that time. And um, one of the talks was by Elder Renland. Now, those of you that have studied General Conference since it happened in April will know which talk I'm referring to and why perhaps I've kind of begun with this context. His talk is titled Infuriating Unfairness. And uh, obviously, uh, this is something which I feel uh, applies very much to us right now. Um, but of course, you know, you don't have to be going through this with someone close to you to, to feel this way. You know, there is many times in our lives that we feel that there is great unfairness. And frankly, there are, you know, some things that happen which are <sighs> tragically even worse. Uh, he begins uh, with this. Uh, he says, quote, In 1994, a genocide took place in the East African country of Rwanda that was partly due to deep-seated tribal tensions. Estimates are that more than half a million people were killed. Remarkably, the Rwandan people have in large part reconciled, but these events continue to reverberate. A decade ago, while visiting Rwanda, my wife and I struck up a conversation with another passenger at the Kigali airport. He lamented the unfairness of the genocide and poignantly asked, if there were a god, wouldn't he have done something about it? For this man, and for many of us, suffering and brutal unfairness can seem incompatible with the reality of a kind, loving Heavenly Father, Yet, he is real, he is kind, and he loves each of his children perfectly. This dichotomy is as old as mankind and cannot be explained in a simple soundbite or on a bumper sticker, close quote. Now, I am not, you know, um, going to try and answer that question as well in this episode. I mean, you'll have to read or study uh, or listen to Elder Rendland's talk just to try and grasp fully what he teaches in this talk. And as he said... Um, the, the answer to this question is complex and difficult, especially when people are going through difficulties today. Um, and it's, it can be hard. It can be really hard to uh, to understand why God allows, allows these things to happen in life. Um, some of it can be explained, of course, by, you know, other people uh, and their choices. Um, Elder Enlund says, quote, some unfairness cannot be explained. Inexplicable unfairness is infuriating. Unfairness comes from living with bodies that are imperfect, injured or diseased. Mortal life is inherently unfair. Some people are born in affluence, others are not. Some have loving parents, others do not. Some live many years, others few, and on and on and on. Some individuals make injurious mistakes, even when they are trying to do good. Some choose not to alleviate unfairness when they could. Distressingly, some individuals use their God-given agency to hurt others when they never should. Close quote. I mean, that just that's almost poetic. Uh, what was said there, and I just thought it was um, an incredible summary of things. Basically, that yes, you know, in life there is many difficulties. Many of those things are caused by other people's agency. But let's be honest, you know, and this is probably the well. In fact, I know it's the most asked question I was asked on my mission in the England Leeds mission. Uh, and that is, if there was a God, then why would so many bad things happen to good people? That that was the number one question I was asked on my mission. And when I was first asked that question, you know, a few days in the field, I honestly couldn't give an answer. Um, and my companion, as a very wise companion, he opened the Book of Mormon to teach this individual on the doorstep. And, you know, we had a really good conversation. 
uh, he referred to the experience of Alma and Amulek being made to watch the uh, the the people of ooh, Ammonihar, I think, from what I remember, uh, when they were basically burning the believers or the people that had listened to them and now had a belief uh, in Christ. Uh, and he talked about the agency of those people and how that was their choice and God didn't make them do that, but he has given them as our agency and those rights, those wrongs, sorry, will be made right. But of course, you know, that doesn't explain the times when things happen where it isn't because of something somebody has done. But where there's a natural disaster that wipes out entire civilizations or families or divides families, uh, whether it is the pandemic, which in itself is something which has been horrible for many people. Some people have come through, through relatively okay, but others have, have lost loved ones or have had or now have lifelong lasting repercussions because of the illness that they had. Um, and it's difficult. But what we know is that Jesus Christ knows us. Um, Elder Renlund, just to bring an end to this, really said, quote, My heart aches for those who face such unfairness, but I declare with all my aching heart that Jesus Christ both understands fairness and has the power to provide a remedy. Nothing compares to the unfairness he endured. It was not fair that he experienced all the pains and afflictions of mankind. It was not fair that he suffered for my sins and mistakes and yours, but he chose to do so because of his love for us and for Heavenly Father. He understands perfectly what we are experiencing, close quote. And often in these times of great unfairness I've learned is that there's not really a solution um, to our suffering but what we do want and what we can receive as we strive to aim to receive it is a a comfort a hope um, that other things will be made right and somebody that is there who knows exactly how we feel because even if we go through the same if two people go through the same trial they will probably experience it in different ways and I've definitely seen that and so it's just another fantastic talk to share from conference. And so please do study it if you uh, haven't had a chance to review that once again. Uh, it's a really good one. Uh, there's more he said, uh, so I'd encourage you to do that. Thank you very much for listening and until we meet again.